Hi all, this is Jay with the Sexy Y. Um, I just wanted to preface this episode by saying this is the first retro episode we filmed. We've since released others, but this was the first one we ever filmed. So that's why that'll explain the intro, basically. Um, If you haven't listened to our other ones, we did an amazing one with Taria covering Rob. And then we did an amazing one with Hannah covering Ronge. So go check those out. But yeah, I just wanted to give some context here. But welcome to the retro episode. You're listening to Housewives on Display with Jay. And Jay. And today, I guess, is the first day of our series, our new series. Do you want to tell people about it? Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, I'll insert the air horn there. <laughs> so <laughs> the new series, I don't know what we're going to call it, but for right now, I, in my mind, I've been calling them vault episodes, like V-A-U-L-T vault episodes. So today we're going back in the vault. We're re- recapping an episode that's like not new, that's not fresh, that's not airing, but we're recapping something that's funny. The idea is it's like funny hidden gem episodes. So go ahead. Explain what you chose today. Okay, so with all that in mind, I chose Real Housewives of Atlanta, Season 4, Episode 13. And this is when the ladies, um, well, it's titled Just Like Home, and I'll read the description, actually. The ladies arrive in Cape Town, South Africa, for a 10-day adventure where it's officially the smalls versus the talls. And I gotta say, looking back at this episode, I did not realize a lot of my lines come from this fucking episode. Yeah, honestly, this was such a good episode. They, um, they really, they really did that. Each moment was worth airing. Not a single filler moment on this episode. Not a single, even like when we were covering Kim back at home, like not a single piece of footage. (laughs) was unneeded i needed it all and it was just like tall versus smalls fabulosity luxury like there are so many hidden gem statements in this damn episode absolutely so i'm excited we have to cover it in two hours we cannot go over two hours but i hope we can um (laughs) all right and so do we still grade grade these episodes i mean they're all a pluses huh i guess that's the the concept this is definitely an a plus i'm sure at some point we'll maybe cover an a or an a minus but this is definitely a plus material (laughs) yeah for sure all right so i'm just gonna go through the tagline so we can get an understanding of everyone's tagline that season um how everybody was feeling yeah get our bearings in season four exactly let's drop back into season four forget everything else so Nini's was, when I walk into the room, I own it. Amazing taglines. Until a couple noses later, she starts getting shittier with the taglines. But uh-huh. as of at this point, <laughs> at this point, taglines flawless. Go ahead. So next is Kim. And I want to remind you, she has Brielle and Ariana. <laughs> And Croy in her little background picture, and also baby KJ, correct? The first one? Yes, definitely yeah. Croy Jr. <laughs> right. So, just to let y'all know, that's where Kim is at life. Um, 
And hers is, people call me a gold digger, but they just want what I have. <laughs> Coming off the heels of Big Papa, what a statement. Thank you, Big Papa. Right. Thank you, Big Papa. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't understand how much we actually really do quote that line. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Full, like, imagine us with white, dry white wine in a solo cup, and then we're chaining six. Huge plastic tits and plastic blonde hair. That's how we feel. Thank you, Big Papa. <laughs> uh, live. I live for that Kim. We'll never get that Kim back. I'm gonna dress up as that Kim for Halloween one year. So honestly, and I'll be <laughs> Nene, and I'll get a different nose, a prosthetic <laughs> nose. So Sheree's is next. She's her three kids. <laughs> no, uh, no Bob in sight. And her says, "I like things that are elegant and sophisticated, just like me." That's amazing. That's so charade. That sums her up. What she, at least what she thinks of herself. Exactly. Most That's mm-hmm. the most important key. What she thinks of herself. And you know what? If you think that highly of yourself, I mean, why not? I dream to think that highly of myself as well. <laughs> and so Candy's, we only have Baby Riley. And she's doing... Wait, is this back when Baby Riley was doing the jerk in yes, the back? Love it. Baby Riley. And so Candy says, I have fame and fortune and I've earned it. It's boring, but okay. It, yeah, I'm like, there's nothing to debate there. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no one ever denied it, but okay. Phaedra's, there's Apollo and our King Aiden. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I'm the ultimate Southern Belle. I get what I want. I hate when taglines like the first part and the second part don't go together. And that's one of those. Like, I'm the ultimate Southern Belle. It's like, okay, what are we going to get into? Like, my peach is always juicy or something. You know what I mean? Like, expecting something to go with that. And then she goes, I get what I want. Yeah, I'm like, what does what? that have to do? <laughs> she what revealed her scammer to... side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, what does that have to do with you being the Southern Belle? But, okay. Um, Cynthia's, I know how to work it and be seen. The way she delivers that, that is one of my favorites. I know how to work it. <laughs> BC. And it's funny because I don't know if she works it in BC, but like, okay, that's funny. Um, I guess for the model, she wants to be seen. I get it, whatever, fine. And Peter is twisting and turning Noel in the back. Um, and that's it. So <laughs> how do we feel about those taglines? The taglines are crazy. What weighs heavy on my heart, I mean, the taglines are fine. Nini's is the best. Maybe Candy or Phaedra's is the worst. Um, uh, But I'd like to talk about, just to bring it back to the premiere, the season four premiere is the whole Trump check, $50,000 smile, (laughs) your car was repoed from Home Depot. Like, this season, wow. It was wild. Firing on all cylinders. Wild, anyway. Wild, wild. So that episode uh, starts off with um, them being on the plane. And they're in first class and Cynthia's recording. She's either super excited or a little wasty or something because she's face deep in the damn camera and like chatting and recording nonstop. 
She also was so geeked about being first class. I'm like, have some class about right. yourself and like, some decorum. I'm like, the model checks is not coming in no more. I'm like, well, why is she so pressed about being in first class? Is she reading the menu and shit? I'm like, girl. <laughs> You're embarrassing us. Mm. So it's just a little bit of that. Um, and that's pretty much it. And then they obviously are getting annoyed because now they've been on the flight for 8, 9, 11, 13 hours. Phaedra has a weird bit where she's just saying that she wants to ride everything. Um, it was a little scary personally for me, but because this is before all her plastic surgery, so she still kind of looked a little grandma y gummy. I can't really describe it. Dumpy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you you so much for your help. Um, and so the next scene is a beautiful montage of Cape Town at South Africa. Um, it was giving me very America's Next Top Model vibes. I'm not sure why. Literally, I thought they were going to go to a go-see immediately <laughs> once they landed. It was something about them, like, having to push their luggage, and they just looked right. so distraught, especially Wait. the two glam bitches. And then they had to, they, they took off their makeup during the flight. I just felt like this is about to be a go-see model, fresh, no makeup, running to go see who's going to shoot me. Am I going to win the chance to shoot with Jill Bissamont? Like, it just felt very... And then what Tyra would say at the um, beginning, you know how she like kind of, she writes those letters to them and they read it. She'd be like, always be ready as a model. You never know when they're ready to take your picture. And then as soon as you get off the plane, it would be like paparazzi there. So you would have to pose and those would be the pictures. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you were looking fucking frumpy, you were going to get sent home that motherfucking night because they didn't even actually book your space in the hotel room. They were planning on eliminating the bitch as soon as y'all got over there. There are nine models in eight beds. <laughs> what if you... <laughs> Tyra, we'll turn that? right the fuck back around and get on the goddamn plane Tyra and go back to America. some foul fucking shit like that, like make you sit on the goddamn flight. <laughs> She's psycho. She's sick. Another sad scammer, by the way, but whatever, fine. So the next scene, they're in the airport, international arrivals. Every single bitch has at minimum four pieces. Minimum. And of course, you know, Nini and Marlo have their Louis Vuitton luggage. <laughs> um, Cynthia has a basic green number. Phaedra also has a mix of her Louis Vuitton and Looks like it might be Dooney Burke, not sure, but they're all fabulous. Fabulosity, luxury, everyone has fucking sunglasses on still, damn near. Um, and the dilemma is because everyone has minimum four pieces of luggage, is how are we going to get upstairs to actually get out of this airport? And it basically branched off into a competition somehow. So some decided they were going to do the elevator, and some decided they were just going to put it up on the escalator. What would you choose for your you and your luggage? Elevator, escalator. I liked when Phaedra was like, I'm adventurous. And I was like, yeah, I would probably take the escalator, but that's assuming I would never pack like Nini and Marlo. I would never have that much luggage where like I couldn't take the escalator. Like, yeah, the elevator is the better way to do it, but you know, fuck it. Why not just go on the elevator or whatever? But I, the person I identified the most within this scenario, though, is Candy. And I find myself relating to her a lot, like in the way she reacts and the way she looks and stuff. And so when she was tucked in the back of the <laughs> elevator, like smushed in with her mouth open and like kind of like, what the fuck is going on? I'm not saying anything. That bitch in there. 
<laughs> she was so irritated. And you can see it all over her face when she was like, you know what? I'm not going to start this shit off bad. I'm just going to keep my mouth set, shut. But these bitches is crazy. I feel like I related her, to her the most in this whole scenario. Mm. Yeah, I also especially love the Nene dick. <laughs> when she said, I saw Phaedra go up that escalator. I thought she was fabulous. <laughs> Nene, you know, saw that. Stop it. So the next scene, they finally make it out of the airport. They get on the bus and Marlo is talking nonstop. And it's like nonstop about shit that is so stupid. It's about etiquette. It's like... Yeah, she's a chatty Kathy. And like it is too, it's dark outside. I can't tell if it's dusk or it's what's the deal. But I, I don't have the time for you to be doing that I'm tired it was a long flight and I don't really know you and I didn't know we seen the previews from the last episode that no one knew that Marlo was coming so it's just like it's all a lot she's bringing a lot of energy which is why Nini brought her duh. but she's exactly. bringing a lot of energy like she's doing a lot like relax no one no one's your friend here except for Nini no one invited you here and you're talking all like about fucking shit that don't even matter so Nini's doing a fake laugh in the back and she says I think it's absolutely a great idea that I invited Marla to come to Africa but it's just really tripping me out right now how Sheree and Beja are acting just because Marlo's here I'm like Nini you know they're acting weird because your bitch is weird <laughs> like Nini tried to put like a little PR spin on it I'm like bitch it's because Marlo is acting fucking stupid yeah. I love when Sheree says, how is this for etiquette? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice etiquette. Shut your fucking mouth. Shut up. Um, she also brings up the fact that Marla has a criminal record, which is funny. Um, so they make it to the luxury apartments. They're looking at the room. Everyone's amazed because it is very, very nice. It's white beige you know that kind of generic color scheme but it just looks really nice really fresh really clean really open fabulosity luxury which you all you don't understand we love that quote fabulosity luxury we love that so the fact that this came from this episode she says it again in another season as well but the fact that it was born in this season is everything it you, you you guys just don't understand how much we say it like, I definitely say it at least once a week, personally. I find a way. So, there's two penthouses, basically. And Sheree decides to, like, make a joke. You know, she's like, oh, my God, like, how are we going to split everybody up? Okay, I think me, Faye, and Nini can stay in this one apartment. And everyone's, like, crickets, because, like, what? And then... Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. And then everybody was laughing after that. She Sheree can definitely be funny. Again, she's very dry, so like it, it was at first everyone was like, Wait, I don't exactly get if you're joking or not, but she was definitely joking, duh. Like she's not gonna it's obviously talls v smalls. It's not anything to debate here. But it was it was definitely funny. I love that Sheree did that. Also, I was very proud of Phaedra for choosing something very nice because they were trying to um like especially Cynthia as if 
I mean, whatever season Cynthia got that house they were supposed to get in Spain, and she chose a disgusting Airbnb for them. Like, for her to be talking about, I hope it's actually nice. Bitch, like, you got taste. <laughs> Anywho. So, the next scene, they're just, you know, finalizing their plans. Marlo's being a little bit ridiculous. Talking about she needs to know when the housekeepers are coming. She needs to know their names. She needs them to call her number. If they're sick, they come early. They leave late. um just being super ridiculous so the next scene they're at breakfast everyone's sitting down where's candy she's latest for use um everyone seems to actually not everyone phaedra has on full glam but no one else does but everyone else has on shape are you full glamming it at breakfast or are you shades at breakfast? I wouldn't have been up early enough to do the <laughs> glam. So I definitely shades. So what about you? Definitely shades. I don't I wouldn't have a frosty pink eyelid on in the middle of the day. <laughs> the fucking morning. So they had a poached egg with shard of bacon. All the food looks so good. And chilled African lamb bovers? Toast with jam. Hmm. That fruit looks so juicy too. Like, right? There was some salmon in there. Yeah. Marlo's still talking about etiquette as she's passing plates, and Candy just simply asks, "You gonna give us etiquette class all day?" Right. Again, talking about how I feel like I relate to Candy. She's like, "All right, yesterday, whatever that was cool. Today, you gonna keep doing this shit because it's blowing me. Like, <laughs> right. I can't do just that. Let me know so I can tell you to stop. Because <laughs> I hate it. Because Marlo's really sitting here eating a croissant with her fucking fork and knife. <laughs> so Phaedra's going on and on. She's talking about how she was here a few years ago with her good girlfriend and." She know a couple royal families from Ghana, and she reached out to the vice president, as well as a few kings over in Ghana. But note that we're in South Africa, so what's even the point of this conversation? And Nini goes, "Not, not the king." <laughs> and Phaedra said, "Phaedra sold the kings. Now she has it robbed." And I don't know why Phaedra brought that up. And it's not one king; it was a few kings. Were all of them in Ghana, these kings? That's what it sounded like, which is, again, also, why are you bringing it up? We're in South Africa. Cynthia had a really shady moment. I was actually really proud of her. She said, Phaedra's talking about kings and queens while we're sitting here at brunch, and she has on a robe from Marshalls. I guess that was a real... I didn't even love it. I was like, okay. High love, bitch. No, you're not talking about you know kings and you got a Marshalls robe on. But I believe Phaedra knows people. She probably called them so they could call some people. You know, know some people that know some people. It's not necessarily that she knew anybody here. But I believe that Phaedra is well-connected. I don't hate on that. I think she's more well-connected than Cynthia Bailey. I'm sure she is, but why'd you bring it up at the table? Because doesn't she, doesn't she actually get them, like, pulled with something later? Can't remember. I feel like it could be, it's relevant somehow. Either way, she starts giving out some gifts. And it's like a mirror with um, engraved. It's engraved. <laughs> and everyone got them except 
for Marlo. Then Nene starts playing with her Donald Trump bang, and she's like, oh, Marlo, you did say you needed one, honey. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you Turn don't have to say that. The pot, as per usual. Um... And so Marlo's playing along because she's a troll also. And she's like, oh my gosh, I, I don't have a mirror. I would have liked one. And then she's just like, you know, basically somehow gets Phaedra to say that she's going to send her one when they get back to the house. Right. Because she didn't even ask Phaedra. Can you send me? She said, I'll expect one in my house when I get home. <laughs> Righty then. Okay. Right. I mean, that's how you get what you want. You, I guess you tell them you don't even ask. Okay. That's how she got her life bankrolled. She has no problem asking. Exactly. And hey, power to you. That's really So at breakfast, Sheree decides to, right after they got that wonderful gift from Phaedra, she decides to drop the bomb that her friend Kevin lives here and he set up a dinner party and invited her. And basically the talls are not invited. I was confused about the dinner party. Was it in her honor? Was it a dinner party and she was simply an honored guest? Was it like, you know what I mean? She made it seem like my hands are tied. I can't invite any more people. But if the dinner party's for you, I could assume you could bring as many people as you wanted, no? She just didn't want to invite those bitches. Right. Let's be real. Like, you know what I mean? She's trying to get into the technicalities here. And I'm like, I think if you wanted them to come, just how you, not to fast forward, but whatever with Cynthia. You could have done that with everybody if you wanted to, but you didn't want to. Right. So she tried to make it seem like Marlo wasn't invited because she didn't know about Marlo. And then Cynthia wasn't invited because she knew Cynthia would want to stay with Nini, but never really explained why Nini wouldn't be invited. <laughs> but then you remember, oh, yeah, Donald Trump check, $50,000 smile. Okay, fine. So the next scene, we are <laughs> following big papa's kim and we are in the kitchen we're holding kj we have our french manicure we have our plastic blonde wig with just a quarter piece of bang (laughs) pinned to the back not the whole thing. She used to love to do that this like season three and this season that was her signature look it was super weird and <laughs> just wow, Ariana's in the kitchen. She's so cute and chunky. She's nine. I know, I miss her. She was so naive and sweet. So sweet. And they're talking to him. They're like asking his baby if he misses his daddy. And then Kim's parents come. Wait, is her mom's name Kim too? Oh, it's Karen. Joe and Karen, wow. Yeah. <laughs> also, name? again, this is a few tit jobs ago, and these are my favorite tits on Kim. <laughs> <laughs> the porn, the porn star tits are definitely my favorite. Oh my gosh, they're so funny to me. Yeah, she still had the old lips, still, still old eyebrows. Her nose had been changed though. So the family's cooking. Croy's away at the training camp. She treated this poor woman like a slave. She has Sweetie working around her house wearing a Teen Kim top <laughs> and <laughs> and doing all of the work that Kim can do herself. It's like, yeah, you need a nanny. That's not her title. So 
why she needs to stand next to you while you're breastfeeding and she cannot eat dinner until you're done breastfeeding is beyond me. I'm like, what is Sweetie's job role? I think if she had to put it on LinkedIn, I think she would put assistant. Yeah, but I'm like, I feel like Sweetie's just, she's in a, a, a work overload, okay? You, you want her to do everything. Yeah. So I don't even, I didn't even pay attention, honestly, to Kim's dad's rant. But as he's making them dinner, it's like sausage and pasta or something, like, you know. He's like going on a rant about Croy, right? Did you beat Yeah, basic, yeah, basically saying the summation is that his daughter is a better person around Croy. Like she's become nicer since being with him because she's happier. But little does he know he's on the chopping block. <laughs> little does he know that this time <laughs> next year he will not be here. Croy, I mean KJ Kip's thrown his head back and it's making me really nervous. I need Kim to like support that at police. And he kept opening his mouth saying, Help, help. <laughs> right. <she> did help. <laughs> right, like, Fix my neck. And she was like not doing that. And neither was sweetie. Most importantly. We're back in Africa. We learned that Candy doesn't use bidets and doesn't like them. She thinks that you should just take a shower and wash your ass. Um, I, and you know what? Where did you take? Where, where was your stance on that? Because I don't, I don't agree with her. <laughs> no, I don't agree with her either. It's, it's for the meantime and between time. You still are going to take your showers, but you don't need to take a shower every time you pee or take a shit. Right? I'm like, sometimes, like, I'm the rest of me is clean, just not my ass. And I want to wash my ass. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't, I don't, have you ever used bidet? I've never used one. Me neither. Fuck. Yeah, we needed some feedback at that moment. <laughs> right? It's really upsetting. I was really hoping that you had, but, okay. Well, we'll have to, um, ask our followers to support us enough so that one day we can use a bidet. <laughs> <laughs> Please sign up my Patreon so that I can save money so that I can go somewhere that has a bidet and so that I can use a bidet. Again, they're showing montages of Cape Town. It looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. The water's looking a little gray in this picture, but I think that's just, you know, season four camera quality. Um, <laughs> you know, nowadays you got the cinematography. What was going on with Cynthia's outfit? I thought it was. I was very perplexing. Very perplexing. The hairstyle, I couldn't even get over that to even so, get to the outfit. Just to bring the picture for y'all, this bitch has on like braids, not micros, but like they're small braids, edges on <laughs> a wall. And she has, it's like a fan bun on top of her head. It's a fan bun of braids on top of her head. A dark ass smoky eye. And then a church Some dress. black Ray-Bans. Yeah, black Ray-Bans <laughs> and a matronly floral pink church dress. It is a church dress. Also, is that a Birkin he has or a, a Birkin? It, the structure is not holding up well. I'll put it this way. If it's a real Birkin, she's used that and wore that to the ground. <laughs> if it's a real Birkin... <laughs> That's the only purse she got. And she wears that all the time. Because if y'all could see the structure of it, it looks crazy. 
it's like I mean, Birkins hold up well, yeah. So that's yeah. upsetting. Yeah. Either way, they get on the boat, Nini and her Birkin and everyone else, <laughs> and Cynthia in this horrible outfit. I don't know. Something about the city reminded Candy that this is, in fact, where apartheid happened. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to laugh, but the way she just turned to the side was like, is this where apartheid happened? <laughs> <laughs> After looking at like the sunset on a yacht, I'm like, what? about being on the yacht made her think about a part side. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, you didn't want to ask on the plane or when we were driving on the bus on the way to the hotel or you know any of the intro moments. No, you waited until we were settled in, and they were like, hold on, wait. Made you think <laughs> part side. And the way she talked to her mouth closed is just so. Like, this is a part right. <laughs> just like, and, and then Phaedra loved it. Is eating it up. She's like, yeah, this is where Nelson Mandela was in jail for twenty seven years. And then and you'll he, notice she doesn't even say apartheid. She says apartheid. I said, oh, okay, excuse me. Okay, you're so fancy. It's so worldly. Oh my god. And, you know, she decides to also use this moment to take a dig at her co-workers and uh, the professional. She's like, at least Candy Mansion, Parthai, none of these other women care about African history. So I had to run it past you to acknowledge the fact that I know, I would probably know and not bring it up to Phaedra. I, I mean, who cares? Why do I have to bring, I mean, do some of these ladies not know? Absolutely. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying So let's that. play a game. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> So okay. it has no idea. Nini. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I don't think she knows either. <laughs> Marla. I would say of the three of them, Marla would be the most likely, in my opinion, to know. But I don't think she even knows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So for the talls is a questionable Marlo. <laughs> okay. For the smalls, we'll have Sheree up next. Sheree or her? I was gonna say the the reason why I'm putting I'm confused about Sheree is on her divorce documents from Bob when she was trying to get the money. Now I get it, we all need spousal support. So we'll say a thing or two that's not true to get the money, but on her court documents, she said that she needed the money from him because she wasn't educated enough to earn the money on her own. <laughs> <laughs> so that wouldn't tell me she wouldn't know what that was. No, that's actually crazy. All yeah, right. that's actually wild. And Phaedra, we know, obviously. And now we also know that Candy knows. So <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly a disgrace. <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> these people didn't go to college like not to say you didn't know but they didn't teach us in high school that's not our fault that's just the fucking school system I didn't learn about that in high I mean I did learn about it in high school but that's because I went to a different high school some people didn't learn about that or you may learn about it in college it's just like it's one of those things you learn a little bit later you learn about civil rights first and then you find out about the stuff happening around the world so right. I don't I, mean, I don't blame them for not knowing because it mm-hmm. just shows the school system is more fucked up than them but it's not great that they haven't done the research and that no one thought to tell them, like, do the research before you get on this plane and go. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm looking at the producers now. I'm like, so y'all just going to have these black women out here not knowing looking about nuts. Black guy, potentially. Yeah. All hypothetical, obviously. We're assuming that they don't. But maybe that's problematic in and of itself. Maybe they do. Hey. 
doubt it. But I feel like if they had known, wouldn't someone have mentioned? If you don't mention it to Phaedra, maybe either they cut it. It's either on the cutting room floor or no one mentioned it at all. And I just don't know if but that's do appropriate. But you have to mention to Phaedra apartheid to so that she knows that I know about apartheid. No, it doesn't have to be to Phaedra, but it could have been. You know what I mean? A little quick talking here, like uh, you're on TV. I need you to just acknowledge it damn like in the yeah. the, the talls could have had a moment where isn't this crazy we're in south africa considering what they went through in the 90s and or like any anything right, anything right, right it was embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> but i didn't this... but the fact that candy is the star and she brought it up in a shit way what the fuck oh no yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. that's a really upsetting. Um, <laughs> what an apartheid side. I mean, I you didn't even know that know. was going to happen. Wow. Um, if, you, if you don't know what apartheid is as you're listening to this, you should Google it. Um, it's very important, right? Because it's more than just Nelson Mandela. <laughs> that's also, what she brought up. <laughs> Phaedra only brought up Nelson Mandela. That's the part that you get stuck on. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> that, was the, <laughs> that was like the least significant fact, actually. Yeah, that's right. like saying okay. like civil rights and then being like, oh yeah, Rosa Parks. Like it's bigger than that. Like it's not just not one even. person. It's like saying like civil war. So- <laughs> <laughs> you took a Confederate story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Robert E. Lee, bitch. Oh my god. Oh wow. Okay. Oh. <laughs> like I was saying, um, not even it's like civil rights like yeah that was a thing and martin got arrested like okay like what else happened what did he get arrested for like you didn't even talk about the actual reason he got arrested you just said that he was in jail for 27 years i'm like missing the point um also just want to make a note that nini has on bejeweled sandals and everyone else has on boots and nini also has on a hoodie with her bejeweled sandals so i don't know quite where she is. It appears to be some sort of infinity scarf that she's wrapped around her head like a hood. (laughs) Is that not what's happening? (laughs) Either way, what's going on with the bottom with the shoes aspect? How did you see everybody else in boots and tights and you said I'm just going to wear jeweled sandals with a hot pink toe? Yeah, I couldn't if I had to assume what the weather was, I couldn't tell based on how everyone dressed. Yeah, maybe a little cold because jackets, but then there are people like Cynthia, no jacket, with like a light sweater. It looked breezy. Yeah, but it did look, I mean, it was night. It looked cold, yeah. Wow, those mountains in the back look amazing, though. Yeah, it does. it's a beautiful, um, like, view that they get from the boat. Mm-hmm. Wait, is that also Sheree with a Birkin? Now I know someone's Birkin's fake. Alert, alert. <laughs> That's not... <laughs> That Spots doesn't bode well. Is it Nini's or is it Sheree's? It's definitely Sheree's. Or is it both? <laughs> it's definitely Sheree's. <laughs> I'm willing to say that Nini's isn't, but I don't know. The finish of the leather on Sheree's gives it away. It's not quite quite right. And they both have like huge versions of it. Or is it just me? Like, isn't it always big though? It is, but theirs just looks like. This is not really a Birkin bag. Yeah, because it's not. <laughs> <laughs> the 
they don't imagine running into anyone with a real one. They just imagine or keep running into people with fake ones. With Sheree and Nene both walk in with fake ones, there's no competing, you know what I mean? But if a real yeah, one walk yeah. in the room, it'd be it'd be confusing. Yeah, yeah. So they decided Um to- Oh, side note, Marlo had uh Marlo had a real Birkin. I did see that at the airport. Anyway, it's a crocodile one. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty then. Um, so they decide that they're cold upstairs, so they go downstairs in the bunker. And um it's giving me below deck vibes. Yeah, definitely for sure. Which I which I enjoyed just a little bit. Um Marlo and Candy get into this weird argument because Marlo's claiming that she said hi to Candy and Candy gave it the cold shoulder, which honestly probably could have been true. The candy... But Candy be dry. Right, but Candy Dry. On any given Tuesday. So what the fuck does that mean? And Candy denied it anyway, so she claimed She's like, out. girl, you walk past me like, Hey, how you doing? Like you didn't even stop. It's different if you stop your feet, you're like, Hi, and then I walk past you. But if we just pass him by saying, Hey, hey, I mean Hi. So while they're down there. Nita decides to broach her issues with Phaedra. She said, I don't think, I mean, Phaedra really got, you know, basically got to the bottom of like what was going on with between us. She's like, because I really don't know what Phaedra's issue is with me. Phaedra denies having any issues with her. She says she said that numerous times. And Nita just doesn't believe that. Do they have any issues? I'm I'm really wondering. I'm trying to think of what there be. It was that whole, um, A, they were from Athens, Georgia, and they were supposed to know each other from home, and Nene was being Hollywood and saying, <laughs> Phaedra, I barely heard of her, like, never met her before. Um, and then it was also that, I think this happened in season three, maybe, no, this definitely happened in season three, okay. When um, Phaedra allegedly called Nini's sisters off screen and was trying to like get them to come on the show because she kind of has a bad blood with them and was trying to like cause some plot so um and Nini found out about it because her sisters told her so why is Nini trying to say that she don't understand what the problem is I'm like you just laid out the problem that's that that's that reunion where Nini was like you never win when you play dirty yeah <laughs> <laughs> A quote machine. Right. Then she goes to say that she likes Apollo. Don't know where that came from. She said, I want to be able to say hi to you. They decided they can say hi to each other. Woohoo. Right. Then Marla decides to play the mediator, which never goes well. And she (laughs) attempts to get uh, Nini and Sheree on speaking terms. (laughs) Just as I know. I know that shimmer anywhere. Um, With the sunglasses on. Is she on drugs? <laughs> Sheree has on sunglasses too. So do they do some coke? But even at least Sheree later takes them off. Like Nini keeps them on for a long time. She has them even on the bus on the way back. Nini like, never took her shades off. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Right. 
I'm just realizing it's only Sheree Needy that have shades on at this scene, particular scene. Interesting. So the next scene, we're back at the penthouse. And the Smalls are trying to decide what they're going to wear to this dinner, this mysterious dinner by this mysterious Kevin guy. Um, and as they're thinking about getting dressed, Cynthia comes into the room. Does she have on black opaque leggings under this dress yeah. as well? And that it was, thin pleather black belt? This was like an outfit that you would have expected to see on like a nine-year-old. Everybody. Wearing their Sunday Sunday best. More like a fall Sunday. Maybe a fall on the cusp of spring. <laughs> but it was just like this is not an outfit you would expect on a grown woman who is a fucking fashion model. Posing with Naomi Campbell and the rest of them. Nicknamed Cheeks. Or Cheekbones or whatever. Anywho. She walks in and she's like, okay. I'm just glad we're all here. Um, I know you guys are not going to come. But, you know, have a good dinner. And then basically, I guess Sheree feels bad for her. So she invites her to dinner. And Cynthia. But she throw the way she does it, though, she was like, since you're not up Nini's ass, feel free to come later. (laughs) What? It's like, first of all, you know, I made the reservation at Nobu, which like, I don't know if you need to eat Nobu overseas. But anyway, they were like. Yeah, she made the reservation to Nobu. So it was like, why would she then leave her own reservation and come to that party? That was one of those invites where it reminded me of when Ramona invited Barbara Kay to um, the birthdays. And it's like, well, she was going to the cabaret, so she couldn't go. <laughs> like, you knew she couldn't go. That's why you invited her. Exactly. Yeah. Well, in another event, as they said earlier, Cynthia is a booty licker. So Cynthia does what they expected Cynthia to do, and that was run and booty lick Tanini and Marlo and tell them that she just got invited and that these bitches did not. She was so excited to run up there and tell them. She's like, oh my god, guys, 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 guys. But then later she does that whole if I had known it was going to do all this, I wouldn't have told them. Like, I hate when housewives do that. Yeah, you did it because you knew it was going to result in something. You didn't know exactly what. You can't predict the fucking future. But you didn't do it so that everything could stay at equilibrium. But you knew Marla was unhinged. She was even getting on your nerves earlier. So you knew damn well Marla was going to do something. Stop it. So Nini said, child, please. I understand why Sheree's not inviting me. But... Why not Marlo? Marlo didn't do nothing. Right, Nini stirring it up. Stirring it. Notice all anytime that Marlo pops off, Nini has said something first. Because you also know if she had invited Marlo, that would have been, and not Nini, that would have been crazy. That would have been mayhem. Yeah, she had to invite all of them or really, or neither, of, nor none of them. That's where she fucked up. She invited Cynthia. She should have just kept it at. She should have stuck to her guns. Yeah. yeah. So she was like, Marlo, I don't know, clicks into action. She's like, are you serious that they did not invite me? How did that conversation go? Like, She said, I'm going to go ask. Like, well, I'm going to go ask. She said, so like they said verbatim, like, Marlo's not invited. We're not inviting Marlo. I'm going to go ask them. 
And then so both Cynthia and Nini were fake, like, wait, wait, wait. And taking a really mighty long time to go get her and didn't really prevent her from leaving the fucking room. So you knew what was on with that. She goes to the room where the smalls are. Sheree, knock, knock. You invited Cynthia just in to come to your event. What about me? <laughs> what about me? And then Sheree's like, I mean, you can come if you want to. Which I didn't understand why Sheree even said that. Yeah, what? This is so stupid. This whole thing is ridiculous. And none of it makes sense. None of this, this whole fight was so dumb, but that's why it was great. Yeah. Because it she just we're going... blew up out of nothing. Because, like, basically she did just invite her, but, like, also didn't at all. I don't know. She said, we're going right now. Are you ready? And she's like, no, that's not the point. I'm just saying, like, this shit is phony and fake. And then, I mean, do you want to talk about this fight scene? just guide us through it because it really kind of unraveled after this and I don't know if I can quite be the one to put it into work so Marlo as Candy says use the word that rhymes with maggots to describe the type (laughs) of people that Sheree hangs out around and as Candy rightfully points out she said I don't know a lot about etiquette but I have an odd feeling you're not supposed to say that word if you are miss etiquette that was not a good moment it's not a good moment for anybody, but especially right. you, if that's what you're doing. Right. So um, she storms out the room as if that was like her mic drop moment. And so everyone's kind of left and like, whoa, like didn't expect all of that to be coming out. Um, and Sheree chases after her after that, because like, first of all, she was also kind of coming at Sheree saying like, you, you don't have no man because you always be around men that wouldn't that aren't into you basically Mm. so um as she's up on the stairs like marlo's on like a couple stairs up and she's yelling down at sheree and sheree's yelling (laughs) up at her (laughs) why don't you have a car why don't you have a house (laughs) why do you have two cars and not a house and then (laughs) sheree retorts back like you have a house and it's a townhouse and and Aston Martin. So what are you trying to say? Because if you all don't know, no. Uh, something in the black culture that a lot of people like to do is to buy or lease or whatever a car that is way above their means and then live in a tiny home. It's to be flashy or like a home that's like not great. Like Sheree's son was sleeping on an air mattress at this point. And she's driving like an Aston. Like that's not appropriate. It's something I've seen time and time again. And we've all seen it time and time again, quite frankly. But so that's the argument they're having is like, bitch, you have this fabulous ass car, but you live a basic life. And Marlo corrects her and says, no, my Aston is paid for in full and my townhouse is paid for in full. And that you could check someone on. If you don't have bills, you're rich. So she said, bitch, my shit is paid for. So what the fuck are you talking about? You pay monthly. Um, and Sheree was like, if I wanted to fuck an 80 year old man, I could. <laughs> because as we know, it's your in um Marlo nods to later. This is how she's getting it. She doesn't she's not not owning the fact that this 80 year old billionaire put her on. She's just saying, like, you wish you had my life. Like how Kim used to be with Big Papa. Like, you wish you had what I had. So um 
she was like, you're pressed about me with an 80-year-old. You were at Onyx with drug dealers. And Onyx is a strip club in Atlanta for everyone that doesn't know what Onyx is. <laughs> and she's like, Nia, Onyx with a drug dealer? Who's a drug dealer? Which she turns, and this part I love, she goes, um, excuse me, Nene, Phaedra, all y'all been to Onyx? I know Phaedra was probably like, bitch, don't be bringing me into that shit. Talk about mm-hmm. me being at Onyx. Right. But, She's still on her apartheid and kings and queens and whoever else she <laughs> Exactly. Like, it was revealed at that pillow talk thing that um, Apollo goes to the strip club every night anyway and spends a couple hundred. So, yeah. Ooh. I'm sure she frequents strip clubs. But I love how she was like, Nene, Phaedra, y'all been on Onyx? Explain to her. It's cool, whatever. Like, she was trying to judge Onyx like she's above going there or something. Have you ever, like, worn something and, like, returned it? No, I've never done that. That's, I mean, but I don't buy shit where it's expensive enough for me to be doing that. The fuck? If I bought it, it's not it's not worth me returning to sport it once. No. But if I was on the show where I had to wear a different outfit every scene, you can't really repeat anything. I mean, hell, some shit might get returned after wearing a confessional real quick. This is, like, super, like, this would be super hard for me because I like to wear shit over not because I can't afford new shit just because like I like my same shit I can't really describe it you like what you like you like the clothes you like I don't know I would wear some stuff over so this would be hard for me yeah that's hard to like pull basically you're supposed to pull different looks every day completely different mm-hmm. looks which is wild um so I don't give the ladies any slack for that and give them any excuse for looking sloppy but I understand some days they're not going to hit as well because you don't I mean I didn't have the clothes today I had to go back to the archives and pull something out from seven years ago honey exactly Sheree screamed me about how the dude that Marlo messes around with is 80 and he's married and Marlo corrects her he's 80 but he's not married she's like he's not married though he's not married though and I and I like that she embraces her roots with uh she's like what you racist against white people or something well i can't have a little white man <laughs> yeah i just feel like throwing out oh you got a 80 year old that pays for your shit and that's my job getting this man to pay for it and if it were up to you bob whipfield would pay every fucking bill you have <laughs> i'm gonna say you literally tried to get bob to be paying for all your shit so she didn't even have to marry or have kids for hers that's pimp shit Right. We can't be mad. And Sheree's mad. And that's why she's yelling at the top of her lungs. That Neiman shit probably really set her off because her tagline is I like things that are elegant and sophisticated just like me. Just like me. Yeah. That doesn't go with her brand returning shit at Neiman. I know and I love it. You can tell Sheree's lying. You got it twisted, honey. I'm like, ooh, she has nothing to say about the fact she returned shit at Neiman. <laughs> She said, I shop in the stores. Everybody at Emo Marcus talks about how you turn stuff. And it's also just scary. I'm like, this would be the kind of shit that Marley be just sitting on? Whoa. Exactly. She can't wait to use your deepest, darkest against you. And then Nene, ever trying to be the peacekeeper, and I use that loosely in quotes. Um, She's like, I don't mind not going, but I think it hurt Marla not to go. Who won the fight? Did anybody? Was it a tie? Neither? 
Right, Phaedra said it was Mayweather versus Pacquiao and that Sheree was Mayweather and that Marlo was Pacquiao. But if we're talking straight facts, I feel like she more so embarrassed Sheree than Sheree embarrassed her. If she was, if I've, her fucking the 80 year old was supposed to be the thesis of her argument, I mean, she really lost. Right. It's just unfortunate that Marlo said the F word because that was not good. That was just like a terrible thing to say. And then, you know, Sherry ran back to the gay community in Atlanta of all places and basically said that she's homophobe. Yeah, she really revealed herself. Right. They do a weird chittering thing according to the captions. And then that was in the episode. You're not going to just say weird chittering thing. Like, that's not the whole, like, iconic moment from this. <laughs> and when um Candy was in her confessional reenactment, when she put the hands on the hip and she went full Nicki Minaj on it, I was screaming. <laughs> like a dungeon dragon. <laughs> like those head jerks, but then... <laughs> Wait, who started it? Let me go back. Marlo <laughs> is the first one who started doing like the head to the side and touching her face and like doing it, but then Sheree took it to a she's the first one to start doing that she was imitating her and so she was like and then Marla was like and I'll imitate you imitating me it was getting it was like panic at the disco it was very manic and again another quotable memeable moment from this episode (laughs) that was so ridiculous I wonder how long it was is it that's serious. Isn't that serious? The way she said it was so funny. <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't think it is. And I like Nene's face in that moment as well. Just very like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Don't do this. But I love that they left it on it to be continued. <laughs> there was no t- we saw all we could see out of that fight you gave us everything what to be continued is there what more is there it's honestly terrible that there was more there was no more I don't know why they said to be continued so who's your housewife on display for this episode I mean Marlo yeah I mean maggots aside she truly stood out in a great way in this episode. Beyond the fact that she came on a show where she wasn't invited. Beyond the fact that she was annoying everybody because she kept talking about this etiquette shit again by while on a trip that she wasn't invited to. Somehow managed to finagle her way into the, the gift of the trip, which were the engraved mirrors. And also managed to get herself invited to the dinner party low-key. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just that she decided to, to shit on the invitation and then start a fight with Sheree and then gave us one of the most iconic fights Yeah, and yeah. it's her first friend of season so yeah it has to go to her yeah Um, and she has so much like dirt until next time guys and this will be a series and then hopefully we'll have guests on the series so stay on the lookout for that and so you have to decide. So this was my choice. Letter J's choice. Jay has to pick the next episode. Do you kind of know what you're going to do or no? 
Yeah, I had an episode I wanted to do, but it was Atlanta, so I'm not going to do that. I'm going to choose something different. Okay. I'll probably, I think I'm going to choose BH. Okay. Um, Something with Kimmy, but. Of course. Duh. Um, so be on the lookout for that. All right. Okay. Well. Until next time, folks.